Welcome to r slash Entitled Parents, where a spoiled Karen makes a post on Reddit and gets absolutely destroyed in the comments. I'm sitting in a doctor's office waiting room while a family member is being seen. Headphones in, doodling in a notebook, nibbling on an oversized chocolate chip cookie. A woman and her maybe three-year-old daughter sit a few seats away from me, and the kid immediately starts screaming, Cookie! at the top of her lungs repeatedly. I turn my music up and try to tune it out until the lady leans over and yanks an earbud out of my ear. I let out a what the F because it caught on my earring and hurt like hell and surprised me. I just sat through a five minute lecture about how I shouldn't use that language in the presence of a child and how ashamed of myself I should be and what do I have to say for myself. Meanwhile, the kid is oblivious and still just screaming, cookie, cookie. I told her that I wouldn't have used that language had she kept her hands off my property and not caused me pain by almost ripping my earring out of my skin. Well, you're going to give my daughter your cookie to make up for being so foul in front of her. And she reaches into my lap to grab my cookie. I push her hand away because the cookie was in a paper bag between my legs so she was literally grabbing at my crotch and tell her she can buy her own cookie and if she reaches for me or my items again, she's getting reported for harassment. The receptionist who's been watching all this finally speaks up and says she's willing to call the police if I'd like and back up my statement. I don't feel like dealing with that, and it seemed to calm the mom down. So now I'm sitting here listening to my music and taking the smallest bites possible, and acting like this is the most amazing thing I've ever eaten while making eye contact with her. She's glaring at me and keeps telling her kid, The mean lady won't share her cookie. And I'm going to make them watch me enjoy eating this for as long as possible. Side note, who the hell takes food from a random stranger to give to their kid? What if this wasn't... (laughs) What if this wasn't edible? What if it had medicine in it? How are people so stupid and irresponsible? OP, I think you've just found your answer. Instead of stopping her, you just let the mom snatch the cookie away. Then, after she feeds the kid a bite, say, Oh, by the way, that was inedible. (laughs) Oh my god, that might be illegal, but man, it'd be funny. Our next Reddit post is from Shinko Wolf. My daughter had a friend over for a sleepover last weekend. They're both 13-year-old girls. It was all fairly standard stuff. Watch sucky movies, stay up too late, eat too much junk food, you know the drill. Both kids seemed to have a nice time, and the visiting kid was nice enough for someone else's teenage child, and I really didn't think too much more about it. Until the friend's mother called me Sunday night, absolutely outraged over what I'd done while her child was in my care. Was it allowing them to stay up too late? Was it the junk food? Was it the choice of film I allowed them to watch? No, my crime was far worse than that. Imagine the mother's horror when she discovered I'd allowed her child to, wait for it, drink tap water. Turns out, only bottled water is acceptable for her family. Now, I know some places there are issues drinking tap water. We live in an area with excellent tap water quality, so I was kind of baffled with what the issue was. I told her, um, our tap water is fine, and your kid didn't say anything at the time. But, oh no, that wasn't good enough. You see, tap water has toxins in it. It's not safe, and her family only drinks bottled water. And she's 
frankly shocked and disturbed that her child was associated with the child of such an awful, awful parent. And that I could rest assured she would be calling Child Protective Services first thing Monday to have my child removed from such a harmful environment. I was just kind of stunned and didn't really say anything, and she hung up on me. I'd love to know where she thinks bottled water companies get their water from, and second, we're in Australia and Child Protective Services isn't a thing here. So, yeah. I wonder if this entitled mother brushes her teeth, washes her hair, cooks food, and bathes in this toxic water. Or if she literally goes through like 20 bottles of water a day just to clean herself. Our next Reddit post is from Lupus Warrior. Backstory. My husband and I have been married almost 18 years. My mother-in-law is the most entitled choosing beggar I've ever known. I have many stories, so if y'all like this one, I'll add more. When my now husband and I were engaged, he had one credit card that he used for emergencies or small things. We were buying a house and getting married, so he paid off the card so we would have it if we needed it for the house. All good. Nope. The statement for the card came in, and it showed thousands of dollars in purchases, including Disney World tickets for three with all the accoutrements, stereo system, clothes, computer and desk, several semesters of college for one of his younger brothers, and more. My husband was pissed. We called the credit card company, and they stated that it was on his second card. He tried to explain that he didn't have a second card. This is when they revealed that he had signed for a second card on his application. Hint, he didn't. Apparently, entitled parents saw him put an application in the mailbox. He lived on the grandparents' farm that had a main house and a few trailers for family to live in. Once he left, she opened it and marked for a second card for herself and put it back in. So, prior to our engagement, my husband was paying almost all of entitled parents' expenses, as he was the oldest of five and felt responsible for them. Dad was divorced and stepdad left. Once we became engaged, and especially once I became pregnant, he told entitled parent he couldn't anymore as he had his own family to care for now. Entitled parent did not take this well. She took that second card and took two siblings to Disney World and everything else listed above. My husband stormed into Entitled Parent's kitchen and demanded the card. Some of this is paraphrased as this happened a while ago, but this is mostly how it went down. Give me the credit card, now! What card are you talking about? With a fake, confused expression. The one you signed for yourself and just spent thousands on. Oh, I was gonna wait until your birthday and give it to you as a present and well, now you ruined it. She wanted more time to go shopping. I'll bet. Give it now. But now. Entitled parent hands over the card grudgingly and hubby promptly cuts it up, making her very upset. He tells her that was supposed to help us with the house, wedding, and pregnancy. We decided to go for the trifecta and now we were thousands of dollars in debt and she needed to pay us back. I don't have that kind of money. I'm your mother and you needed to help me. I have my own family now. We are your family. Pay me now. So Entitled Parent called in his youngest sister and youngest brother who are developmentally delayed to write my husband a check for $100 from each of their accounts to pay for their trip to Disney World and gave us another $100 in loose pennies. We never got another dime. We had to wrap pennies every day for a week to return them. Before change machines were available, the bank only took coins that were wrapped, signed, and dated. 
Fast forward three years, she comes over to our tiny two-bedroom apartment and tells my husband, What happened? You used to be so good with money. I had to get in front of him and told her to leave before she got hurt. Never saw him so angry in my life. So that's how we ended up with $10,000 in credit card fees, including late fees. He wouldn't press charges because it was his mom. Our next Reddit post is from Philium. So yesterday, Sunday, I decided to get up early and go get myself organized. Me, a 23-year-old female, and my partner, a 26-year-old male, are in the middle of sorting out our flat and I needed to pick up some bits from Argos in the pet store for my cat. My partner was working. I live in a fairly large city near a retail park and stupidly didn't check the Sunday opening hours for the shops. So I got there at around 9.45am and most of the shops didn't open until 10.30am. So I found a Costa and decided to have some breakfast and a drink until the shops actually opened. When I got there, the place was pretty dead and there was only me and two other people in there. The table layout was only in groups of four, so I sat myself down and just played on my phone for a bit. Turns out, there's a little kid's workshop that goes on every Sunday nearby, so while I was sitting there, it got very busy very fast. Soon, there was nowhere to sit down. I nearly finished my drink, but it was still only 10.15am and as it was freezing, I didn't fancy standing outside the shop until it opened. The queue was quite long at this point, with maybe 20 people or so in line. I noticed a lady, Karen, talking to her husband and looking at me. She was maybe 15th in line. They had a little kid with them, maybe 5 or 6. Karen made a beeline for my table with the little kid in tow. Excuse me, do you mind moving so we can sit down? You guys are more than welcome to sit with me. I'm just waiting for Argos to open in 10 minutes and I'll be off then. No, you need to move. We want this table to ourselves. You finished with your drink, so it's unfair of you to hog the table. I'm leaving in literally 10 minutes. I don't want to wait outside in the freezing cold. You're more than welcome to share with me till then. By the time your husband ordered and got your drinks, I'll have left anyway. She raises her voice at me. No, you need to move now. I have a kid that needs to sit down and you're being selfish. Her screeching had alerted one of the baristas who came over and asked if everything was okay. She's finished her drink and won't move so we can sit down. Tell her she has to leave. I took a pointed sip of my coffee at this point to emphasize I wasn't actually done yet. The barista said, Miss, she still is drinking her drink and she's a paying customer as well. She has a right to sit here. She looks at me. Do you mind sharing your table? I went to say that I'd already offered, but Karen cut over me. I don't want to share that effing table with her. She needs to leave. This is a family establishment. I suggest you stop swearing and shouting and either share a table with someone or leave. Fine, I'll leave and I'll tell everyone not to come here. She storms off grabbing her husband. The barista rolled her eyes at me and went back to the counter. A minute later, a young mother came over and asked if her kid could sit down with me while she ordered drinks. I said yes. I spent five minutes playing with the kid and by the time the young mother came back I was packing up my bits to go and they got a nice table to themselves just by being nice. Our next Reddit post is from March for Pie. I've been seeing an increase of Christian entitled parents so I thought I would add one. I grew up as a pastor's kid and the amount of entitlement I've seen is astounding. This story is one that first came to mind. People tend to see pastor's kids as an extension of the church and not as real people. So we would constantly have people taking advantage of us and my parents would make us go along with it. There was a lady that attended our church that had three small children aged three to six. I was about 15 years old. 
The lady would often drop her kids off for free babysitting at our house. My parents would of course say it was fine and I would be stuck watching them. One day, she decided that she needed free babysitting and dropped them off without any extra clothes or anything. The first day, the youngest kid was sitting in my lap and threw up all over herself. I gave her a bath and found a long shirt for her to wear while I washed her clothes. That night, entitled parent never showed up to pick up the kids. So I put them to bed in my bed and slept on the floor and the little girl peed my bed and her older sister informed me that she wasn't potty trained and entitled parent had said that I would buy pull-ups for her. I informed my mother who went out and got some. Then all three kids started throwing up and had fevers. We tried calling Entitled Parent, but she didn't answer. The next day, we managed to get a hold of Entitled Parent who told me that she wasn't able to pick up the kids until the next day. So I had three sick kids for two days. She finally showed up the next afternoon and I told her the kids had been sick. Oh, I know. That's why I needed a babysitter. Their grandma said she wouldn't watch them if they were sick and I needed a break. The next day, I was homesick and entitled parents showed up at my house and my parents weren't home. She tried dropping off her kids and I refused and told her I was homesick from school. She replied that I should be able to watch her kids because I was home. I refused. She then called my mother and tried convincing her that she needed me to watch them because she had a hair appointment. My mother told them no because I was sick and would get them sick. She responded saying that they were already sick and she didn't have daycare so I should just stay home and watch them for a couple days until we were all better. I shut the door in her face. My mother never made me babysit for her again. Our next Reddit post is from one angry effing mom. And this wasn't posted in r slash entitled parents, it was actually posted in r slash relationship advice. But I'm going to cover it in an r slash entitled parents video for reasons that will soon become very obvious. Normally I use my Karen voice for entitled parents, but since this is a really long post, I'm actually going to use my normal voice for this one. I'm a 36 year old woman and my 40 year old husband called me a psycho for demanding the Cinderella castle suite from a Disney customer service rep. I'm writing this in the bathroom because I just got into a huge argument with my husband and I don't know what to do. We and our three children had an upcoming trip planned for Disney World on Tuesday, a 10-day stay at the Grand Floridian, and a wonderful itinerary that included all four parks and Blizzard Beach. Of course, the parks have now closed and my children are beyond devastated. I called Disney's customer service line to speak with a representative about how they can make this right. He promised a refund and the ability to rebook for another time, but that obviously isn't good enough. I told him that he needed to do better than that, and he said he was just following the guidelines put forth by the company. I suggested as a means to rectify this that he provide us future accommodations in the secretive suite located in Cinderella's castle. I said the only way to make up for the hardship my children are facing is to provide us with a truly unforgettable experience, one that goes beyond the standard Disney trip and will completely wash away the painful memories that will undoubtedly stay with them for years. What better way to do so than to stay in the castle of Cinderella herself? He audibly scoffed at this and said that was way, way beyond his authorization. He said that tens of thousands of people had had their vacations ruined and that it wasn't his or the company's fault and they were all doing the best they could. This dismissal pissed me off. I told him that yes, it wasn't his fault, but it was his responsibility to make it right. 
Surely, instead of closing down a multi-billion dollar media conglomerate that's a hegemon in the global theme park industry would have the capacity to simply screen for sick visitors at the park entrances. Instead, they ruined my children's entire year. And what about the fast pass reservations that we meticulously booked during our first day of eligibility? What about the dinner plans with the princesses? How do they think it feels for me as a parent to tell my children that they can't visit the happiest place on earth because they might get sick and die? After all this, the smug rep just repeated he could only offer refunds for the time being and an opportunity to rebook. I, again, stated that this was insufficient and that I at least expected a lifetime subscription to Disney+. Plus. What the f***? And he straight up laughed and said, that's not my department. I hung up the phone in rage and my husband immediately was like, what the F was that? He told me I was a psycho bitch for the way I spoke to the customer service rep, that I was extremely unreasonable and rude, and that he was genuinely disturbed by my behavior. He said he doesn't know what happened to the woman he married and he's not sure he can ever look at me the same way again. I am deeply, deeply hurt that he would say such things about me when I was just trying to do what's best for our children. Our relationship has been rocky for the past couple of years, and Disney was supposed to be an opportunity to rekindle that fire. Now, it feels like that might not be possible. He's usually quite soft-spoken, so I'm shocked and devastated by the abusive language he directed at me. And I don't know if I can forgive him. Now my children are crying and my husband is pissed off and my whole world is breaking down. And I don't know what to do. How can I make things right? Is that even possible? I actually had to have a fan send me these messages through Twitter because OP deleted her thread. Because she's getting massacred in the comments. Confused Cashew says, You have to be a troll because if not, do you even hear yourself? You're so entitled and delusional. Then Pamanak replies, I work in customer service and can absolutely believe that this is real. DBlue1 says, Can you explain to me what makes you think your kid's vacation is more important or different than anyone else's? Do you not notice that there's a global crisis going on that people are dying from? And Alay replies to that, I was supposed to go to Disney next week too. I have cancer and was devastated, cried a lot, then accepted that it is what it is and I can go when all this calms down. Maybe I'll be feeling even better and enjoy it more. Like there are dying children whose make-a-wish trip was canceled. There are people suffering and dying from this pandemic. Shaking my head, Disney will be there in six months, a year, two years. Self-quarantine says, you sound like a huge nightmare. Send my condolences to your husband and children. (laughs) I'm scrolling and I'm scrolling and I'm scrolling through this thread looking for just one sympathetic post. None. Zilch. Zero. Every, (laughs) Every single reply in this entire thread are just blasting this entitled Karen. To make things worse, you know that she's making the story sound better than it really is. I mean, she tries to make the customer service rep sound like a douchebag by saying that he's smug and that he scoffs. So she's intentionally dressing up the story to make her sound more sympathetic. And despite all that, it's still super clear how much of an entitled Karen this person is. So whatever harassment that customer service rep had to endure, you know it's way worse than she's letting on. 
That was r slash entitled parents. And if you like this video, then hit that subscribe button because I put out new Reddit videos every single day.